Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Cryptid Crossroads. We're here doing it once again. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CCR 505 Studios here in beautiful New Mexico. That's right. We're here for your pleasure. Right, right. We're here in the UFO capital of the world. We can't say we're the Bigfoot capital, but no, no, at we least can't. we got that over the well, Pacific Southwest. We are famous for the UFOs, uh, but I, I think the real... From what my research has shown, the real Bigfoot capital of the world, or I mean UFO <laughs> capital of the world, it's down in Mexico. They have sightings that are out the yin-yang. Uh, right. But ours ours are incredible here, too. So. But, you know, we have a lot of sightings on a lot of different stuff that don't go reported because that's just how the people in New Mexico are. Right. Whether they be the old Spanish type or native, yeah. they're kind of tight-lipped about it. They are. And, and you know, I... I want to say that it's our state that kicked it off. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we helped get the, the big phenomenon kicked off. Yeah, we did. We did. Anyway, before we get started, we're going to do our regular toast to you, our listeners. And we thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Hit that subscribe button. Right. This, this is for you. That's right. Now, this, I siphon this. This is actual UFO fuel. Oh, okay. Well, it's radioactive then. We'll see where it takes us. All right. Uh, yep, I'm radioactive now. Yep. Oh, I feel them afterburners. That's right. All right, so what are we going to talk to our fans about tonight? Well, I just uh, I want to hit on some UFO stuff uh, here in Albuquerque. Uh, within the span of the re- week, uh, two really good incidents. Now, not news confirmed incidents, but uh, one we saw video, and I actually know the person who shot the video, so it's pretty credible. And uh, another one is actually was just last night. Oh, nice. The, right. the first one I want to talk about is uh, I have a friend. He don't live too far from me, and uh, he posted a, a video to social media, and he said, what am I seeing here? Is this a UFO? There was something flying in the sky, and uh, it, this is during the day. During the day, you could see it up there, and then it just disappears. You've seen that video, right? Yeah, I did, and um, I don't know what it is. Uh, but, you know, we call them UFOs for a reason, or UAPs, UAPs because yeah. we don't know what they are. Um, now, a lot of the sightings, they're not ordinary craft, so it, it, we always wonder, is it military? Is it ours? Is it theirs? Um, it's just it's a mystery. I mean, until we know, we won't know. Right. Like the government had the famous Tic Tac video. Try it. We'll call ours the Tic Tac video. There you go. <laughs> the famous Tic Tac video. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but it, it was pretty interesting. Um, I, I just don't know what to make of it, how to explain it, because you could see it there, then 
it just disappears. Right, right. Um, I, I saw that there was a post that someone did, now that we're talking about UFOs, someone did like a, it's not a TikTok, but it's a, like a Reels video. And it, it went on for about two minutes. So they said watch until the end, of course. But they were showing like real, real comparisons of like from the carvings in like, you know, Egypt and Mesopotamia and all these ancient artifacts that have been related to UFOs. And they showed, they showed some that I was like, it was just so bizarre. One was like a person at a computer and then they showed the stone carving that was similar. Uh, another one was of course the, the planes, the tanks and, and uh, like a cell phone, and it, it just, it blew my mind. I'm like, you know, now I'm not saying everyone's read their Bible, but uh, the book of Solomon says, you know, the wise King Solomon said, nothing new under the sun. Everything's been done. And, and we keep thinking we're thinking of something new, but if that proverb is right, nothing new under the sun, it's been done before. Right. Um, and we wonder, you know, because we only have speaking of the Egyptians, recorded history that we thought was started with the Egyptians, but we're starting to uncover history that goes back further and further and further. And it shows that maybe man was a little more sophisticated than, than we think, because we always thought we were the apex, and that may not be the case. Right, you know, that, that brings <coughs> up a, a good question. You, you say that man was a little more sophisticated. Now, was it, uh, was it the Romans or the... Egyptians, but they knew how to make concrete. Right. But for thousands of years, we forgot how to do it. We did. And, and they made it. I mean, they made their aqueducts, everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then we always say, how did the Egyptians, the big mystery, how did they build the pyramid? Was that alien technology? Um, and then, like we always say on more, several of our podcasts, there is story after story from tribe that's been handed down that... The people from the stars came and taught us, and, you know? And, you know, uh, we've mentioned this man. He's married to our cousin. He's a native man, and he sees things. And uh, he had a conversation with uh, our grandparents. Now, he's never met them. Right. But uh, he knew about how our grandfather worked on Hoover Dam and stuff like that. He said he had a conversation with our grandfather, and he knew things he couldn't know. Right. And one of the things he said was he found out how they built the pyramids, but he never told us. Never told him. But uh, I think I kind of figured out the pyramid thing myself. It was before Isaac Newton invented gravity. Right. So okay. they were able to lift those stones like nothing. Oh, damn it. See, I, I knew it. There you go, folks. All nothing figured new out. under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. <laughs> but, you know, and to me, I think it would have to be like anti-gravity to lift them like that. Because right. even the most educated mathematicians say it's impossible. Right. Well, but you hear... Uh, I'm sure you've heard that story. We've talked about it before. That man in Florida who built like a big castle with these big rocks by himself. Right. And all they said was he had like a tripod for lifting them and a box. A little box. And now yep. the theory is that he, he gets them to uh, <coughs> vibrate at a certain frequency. And that does something about the... Levitation. Right. Yeah, it defies gravity. And and that may be, that may be true. Um, that was his booty call sorry, in case sorry, you sorry. guys heard that. Anyway... Back to the story. And that, you know, that, that may be true uh, because I had a, I read a book and it's called uh, 
the uh, the apocalypse code, and it talked all about uh, you know in the end times that if everyone got together and harmonized and kind of chanted certain frequencies that that we could heal the earth and everything because everything is resonation right. it's frequency and we say that everything's going haywire because we're, we're out of whack the yin and the yang is out of whack um now is that how alien craft work do they fly off frequency off a vibration you know or it Maybe if they change their frequency, they could go into another dimension. Maybe. Uh, maybe Bigfoot can do the same thing. That's why they well, can't be tracked. You know how tracks disappear. Or. Well, and, and that's what they say. And that's why they say when the, the human body, you know, we uh, vibrate at what they say, eight ohms. It's eight ohms. And if we get out of whack with that, that uh, we start getting sick or, or you know, yeah, yeah, we start having too. problems. Right. Um, so we always got to, that's why the Chinese believe in, you know, the yin and the yang and keeping harmony. Uh, just like the Buddhist monks, they, right. They, right. they chant. Uh, so I do wonder, you know, and I, I do believe that the alien technology, they're able to bend space and time. But is it multidimensional, like you said? Right. Can they hop in and out of dimensions? Uh, because science said, what did science say? That we have something like 12 dimensions or something? Now, how do they know that? So that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, how do you know? It? Just you did a math problem and you figured it out? <laughs> right, right. Okay, uh, I, got, I got two interesting points. Yesterday when I was driving home from work, I like to listen to the morning show. And they had a guy, uh, I forget his name. He, he's a former astronaut, NASA astronaut. But, uh, you know, they're all doctors and scientists and stuff. Right. He's a scientist, and he was talking about the the new photos from that new uh, telescope and stuff. Uh -huh. And and he was saying, uh, they, were, they were talking about uh, space travel, and he said, we won't see it in our lifetime. No. He said, just because of how, how long it takes to get there, you know, the amount of food you'd need, water, fuel, right. whatever. Right. That's why a lot of these uh, probes and stuff is a one-way trip. Right, and, and and I believe it. But if if we look at if you look at science fiction, some of the movies back when I was growing up, they they portrayed things that were you were like, oh wow, that's science fiction, but it's cool. And a lot of that thing has come to pass. Right. And that's why I say, does Hollywood have an inside on a lot of this advanced technology? Because they show it in the movies, and then ten, twenty years later, you're like, right. I remember seeing this in a movie back. Right. You know, like on. Uh, Back, back to the future, the hoverboard, right, and, right, and we have yeah. that stuff now. So my thing is, if aliens can cross the galaxies, soon I believe we'll be able to. And here's my point. So if you watch Prometheus or some other movies like that, as they traveled through space, they were in deep hibernation so that they didn't have to eat have to burn energy it was just the craft on autopilot with an android operating the craft right and then once they almost got close to their destination the android brought them out of i guess their stasis yeah their stasis now th that's a, another interesting point they talked about on the morning show is how do the aliens so-called aliens travel is it ai or it, it, do they do they truly know how to find the wormholes i'm that's an, well, like I said, we don't we don't know. But if 
if theory is right and some of the stories are right where they have captured live alien beings that are flesh beings, then they do know how to find the wormholes and travel through them. There must be a wormhole or they've perfected the, the hibernation thing. Yeah, not to get off the subject, but I knew some wormholes in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. But see, the thing is, uh, I've also heard that in Bigfoot stories about seeing them go through, like, well, they call them portals, not really wormholes. Right. Uh, I, what's the difference? A wormhole could take you from here to Mars, a portal. Where where's this portal take you into another dimension? Right. And, and yeah, I kind of wondered the same thing. I'm like, what's the difference? Well, we better learn math so we can figure this out. <laughs> well, I could do basic math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, even today's scientists have talked about the dark matter and wormholes, and, and they think it's possible. And there you go again, nothing new under the sun. So right. I think one day someone is going to find that calculation that they build something that can bend space and time. I mean, Einstein proved it, that light bends, and his theory, I believe, is correct that right. you could warp space and time. Well, I've seen the, the experiments. I'm sure you've seen them, too, where they can bend light yeah. or even the invisibility thing because... They're bending light that, around the it. The cloaking, it's bending right. the light, yeah. Right. So. Now, an, another point I wanted to bring up when I was driving home, uh, when I got close to Albuquerque, you know how the planes leave the vapor trails? Yes. I saw one going straight up. Now, I don't know if they were testing a missile, Right. but I know White Sands is south. This looked like it came from Albuquerque. Huh. But uh, it went straight up, and I, could st I couldn't see what was making it, but I could still see it inch up until everything just disappeared. I don't know if it went into the atmosphere. Now, I, I know they're testing hypersonic technology. They are. Uh, but the first thing that uh, went through my mind is, oh, man, here comes the nukes. There goes the Minutemen trying to knock them down. Oh, man. You know those Minutemen? Oh, yeah. Missiles? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was that, like, oh. that, that I'm just <laughs> heading straight to the bar. Hell with it. That's probably what I would have thought I was. Uh, shit, I would have just probably, you know, did the old, uh, yep. And headed straight to the bar and said, well, if I, if I get drunk and I'm still alive in about two hours, then hey. I was going to just mass text all, text all my girlfriends, hey, you guys busy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, my, my one ex-wife, I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I, I thought that was very interesting because I've never, you know, I used to see the missiles like when we were younger. From Fort Wingate and stuff, remember they'd launch them, or yeah. from White Sands? White Sands. But I've, I've never seen one like this from Albuquerque. Now, because White Sands is what, at least 30, 40 miles south of us? What? No, it's a little further than that. White Sands is... Oh, because Belen's about, like 30. Yeah, White Sands is about two hours. Okay. About two, two and a half hours. Well, Socorro, that's... Well, yeah, Socorro... That's this side of White Sands. this side of it. But still, that's part of the base. Yeah, so that's, okay, about an hour and a half then. Okay, but uh, yeah, that's the first thing that popped through my mind. Now, another point I wanted to bring up is, uh, I, I told you... Okay, there's his booty call now. <laughs> or I didn't answer mine, so she called him. <laughs> uh, but uh, now I have an app, it's called Neighbors, where you could... Uh, be in touch with your neighbors in, in your community, you know, if you're looking for recommendations for a housekeeper or there's suspicious activity, you could share information with each other. Now, several people in my neighborhood posted last night there was a, a craft flying real slow with a dim 
a dimly lit ring. It was like a circle. And behind it was a big airplane. They said the airplane was following it. But you could see the flashers on the airplane or not. Um, flashers. The, the, the beacons? Strobes, the strobes, yeah. The beacons, yeah. But uh, they said it was weird because it was just a dimly lit ring. And uh, they said they could hear a hum. Huh. And uh, that brought me back to that, uh, that town here in New Mexico with the hum. The hum. But anyway... They saw it. They said they were both traveling low and slow, but it was at right. night, so all they could see was the light. And Netflix, not Netflix, Amazon did a movie on that town in New Mexico where the hum happened. Uh, I forgot uh, what it was called. I yeah. forgot what it was called, but it's on Amazon. And at the end of the movie, it ended up, they don't show it, but the two, the boy and girl, they got abducted. Oh, man. So they were there, headed toward the light, and... Uh, next thing you know, it just shows what they left behind. Right. But that, that kind of uh, hit, a, I guess it hit a, a string for me or whatever when they said the hum. Yeah. No. Now, I, we, we've seen them, like when we go to the mountains, but they're up very high. Yes. Oh, yeah. We've but definitely seen one them. One low and the hum. I don't know. What would the hum be? Would it be the propulsion? Who knows? I don't know. You know, uh, I, maybe but it's it, something to attract you. But to me, it was pretty interesting that we had two incidents right here. Uh, in a short period of time. Within a week. Yeah. And um, then to see that missile go up, did they, are, they, are they watching us what we're doing? What, I don't know. I, I think that they've been watching what we're doing for a long time, and we just didn't know it. Now that our technology is advancing a little more with infrared cameras where they can't hide as much, uh, I think they've always been there. I really do. Um, some people say I'm crazy, but, you know, if, if ancient history shows that they were there and that they were teaching right. them and that they were watching them, then why, why do they have any reason to go away? You know, that's funny you said that uh, ancient history, how they were teaching them, and that's how maybe they got the technology to build the pyramids or whatever they did back in the day. Uh, now maybe they think we've taught them, but they're taking our technology in the wrong direction. And have you heard this before? I have. So maybe that's why we see them like we had that missile launch. Right. They're here monitoring. They're like, well, these these kids are playing with matches too close to the woods. Well, and you know, I I think that's right because I I listened to a story from a man on YouTube and he said he was abducted and he was taken up into the craft. <clears throat> And they showed them how we're polluting the environment and where we're headed. Right. We're, we're killing the earth. Um, oh. It's funny because our, our government's supposed to be... Well, we're, the, we're one of the only countries who try to follow that stuff. <clears throat> but, uh, we do. But I, I, I read an <laughs> article about you know the carbon footprint... Uh, an oil tanker leaves like from Saudi Arabia to right. come here and the time to offload whatever where <laughs> if you were to drill in Texas the pipeline leaves zero zero carbon <laughs> and, it, and it's true it's the same as uh, shipping if we were to build here the carbon footprint is minimal but they build over there so there's emissions they ship 24-7 there's emissions the fleet coming across emissions the carbon footprint just doesn't end. Right. Um, 
And I, I'm not saying we, we're going to get green and we're going to get better because if you look at today's weather and you believe in climate change, we're headed toward what those aliens showed that man. Right. Okay. Although, now, in my line of work, I, I know climate change is real because I see it. Uh, well, we, I'm a miner. Okay. So I, I've seen the pits and you could see the wall tells a story how the climate changed. Right. Now, when you got the scenes of coal, that's when it was a green period. Right. And then dry, changes. Dry. Yeah, it goes in cycles, and you could see it in the walls. Now, there, there's been a big, well, I don't know. There's been different, there's different gaps, so I'm guessing it's different time periods. Right. But to say man, man-made, I don't think so. Not man-made. Are we speeding it up? Maybe. Maybe. The, uh, and you're right, the climate has changed because we have some of the richest coal seams here in New Mexico. Right. And in some of the arid places, there's coal. Uh, so if there wasn't moisture and an abundance of plant that once it got buried and crushed under the pressure of being buried and buried, turns into coal. Right. And if it kept getting buried, then it would eventually become diamonds through the pressure. But, you know, it's a... Right. And uh, it's it's true. And it's it's also like with uh, Blue Water Lake. It, right. it used to be an ancient sea, right? That's why we have so many uh, cave dwellers in this area, and we've researched it. And it's funny because in this area, all the the caves where the cave dwellers used to live, they're all relatively the same elevation, right? So that means a big there, ocean. Th- there was a, there was a shoreline, right? And on that note, uh, just a little advice for you guys out there: if uh, you can't afford a diamond just give her a carrot of coal it's the same thing right right just put it in a vice for about ten thousand years <laughs> that's right <laughs> and tell her it'll eventually turn into a diamond well if she wants to marry you but she won't without a diamond she's the wrong girl bro <laughs> right no but you know back to the ufo topic uh I told you about the story about the kids in South Africa that said right. a UFO landed, and it was interesting to hear their stories 30 years later, and they were un- unwavered. Yes. They all said the same thing 30 years later. So when someone could repeat the story after that many years in the same detail, it's etched in their memory. You know it had to happen. Right. Um, now, why do some people get abducted? Why do aliens choose some over another? I, I don't know. Uh, we've been out in the forest. We've seen them. Uh, like we said, we've seen some type of craft doing crazy maneuvers that right. is not conventional aircraft or it's not a satellite. And we've been volunteering, but no one's picked us up yet. Well, I, I was going to say we have saw th- seen things, and I don't know, maybe they could read our, the way we vibrate or... You know, like they say, animals can judge. Right. Right. Like dogs are a good judge of character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like with us, we talked about Crescent in that breeding program. Right. They said, they probably said, well, these two guys are a little too eager. We'll have like a colony of rabbits on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> they said, we don't want to populate the earth overnight. Right. <laughs> Crescent, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but who, who knows why they pick people and. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I thought at first it was rural areas, but you hear stories in the cities. Too. Right. I mean, you do. Um, and I want to give a shout out to a rock band. Uh, 
system of a down because I know they believe in aliens. And if you go on YouTube or wherever you watch your music videos and uh, Google the song Ariel, you'll see what I'm talking well, about. Not only that, uh, Sammy Hagar, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Sammy Hagar, Montrose, his yeah. Van Halen, his solo stuff, uh, The Circle. He, he's He's been around the, the world. That's right. Times. But in his book, he talks about having dreams where he's connected to the alien ship. Oh, man. And it's, and it's funny because it's all about numbers. Right. And, and of course, numbers are universal. Uh, those are the only things that don't lie and don't change. Everything else can be manipulated. Well, uh, they, they manipulate the numbers on my paycheck, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> well, but, if, but if you really look at them, they don't lie. Someone just made them lie. <laughs> right. Some, uh, somebody's taking more than their share. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, my, my thought is with all these, all these telescopes we got going out there looking at space, um, I know they have had to have capture at least one photograph of something very unusual. Even when they're orbiting these planets, taking these detailed pictures, uh, I, I just know they've seen something. Right. But why won't they share it? Right. Well, maybe somebody has shared it, but you know how the government is. Yeah, yeah, I know. But. Now, I, I still have a brand new telescope. I'm waiting to try it in the mountains where there's a lot less light pollution. Right. Oh, oh yeah, you you got to have the light pollution has to be gone, and then you'll get the best effect. But not only that, we've talked about uh, being able to catch UFOs with uh, like an infrared uh, uh, right. lens. Yeah. Now, I got the infrared, the, the scope. I, I thought about trying it out, but half half of me is afraid of what I might see. Right. And you you know what? I always go back and I think about when I think about aliens and people that, you know, someone close to me that I know would say, oh, they're demons and this. But here's the thing. Uh, some of your most religious people and one of the most popular, I, I, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's popular, but because Muslims are probably the biggest religion in the world now, but uh, why does the Catholic Church have a telescope out there south of Tucson? A matter of fact, it was almost threatened by the wildfires. Right. And uh, why do they say they are looking for extraterrestrial life if, you know, you teach that we're the only ones that God created? Why would an institution that teaches about God be right. looking for other beings that maybe God created? Now, they have said if they are there, you know, we'll welcome them and of course, like any religion, we'll welcome and baptize them and right. if they're conscious. like, Well, here's the thing. If you meet up with them, they may not have the same views as you do. And let's, let's be real. Their thought process, their thinking may not be on the same level as you. They may be far, they will be farther advanced than you because they're capable of space travel right. in that manner. Right. So, Right. So when you approach them, I would say approach them wisely because you say, oh, uh, I want to baptize you. They're going to look at you and say. <laughs> Wrong door. Wrong Not door. What's that? Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, it, it's funny because of uh, uh, when I was listening to that astronaut on the, on the radio show, he was talking about all these possibilities of other galaxies and other life-sustaining planets. Right. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm 99.9 for .9 sure percent sure we're not alone right he's like but a lot of these uh planets with 
that have life. He said, we're probably going to have like some that are way advanced than us, some that are behind us, more right. primitive. Right. Um, but they're called exoplanets. And uh, in our solar system, there's some, but they've, they've said, if you read uh, Chariots of the Gods, they did the calculation in there is even if you took it down from what they say is possible and you took it down to a half and a half of that and a half of that, then there's about 10,000 exoplanets out there right. that can support life like here on Earth. So now our scientists say that the way our Earth rotates the distance from the sun, everything is perfectly to sustain life as we know it. It's called the Goldilocks right. zone. Now, they said if the Earth wobbles off or whatever, shit will change, right? Right. Now, other planets, I mean, they may sustain life and not be life as we know it. It might be something totally different. And that's maybe where we get these different aliens. Who knows? They may be adapted to live in that environment. Well, and I'm sure they are. They are. Their environment may not be like ours. But if they have water, which a lot of the exoplanets do because we look at it as water is something that not is something. It's the thing that sustains life. Right. But they, they might be uh, different where they don't need it like we do. Yeah, I like, a, say, for instance, a turtle or like the lizard out in the desert. Right. Like I, I sent you a picture the other day when we went out in the hills. That horn toad. That horn toad, yeah. Now, how often do you think he drinks? Uh, he don't. He absorbs moisture through the air. Okay. There you know. Go. Well, maybe they do, but still, if there's no water, what are they going to absorb through the right. air? Right. No, no, I'm saying that yeah. they don't have to be as much. Oh, no, 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 no. But, but when scientists look at these planets, they expect the amount of water that we have on Earth, more or less, and because they say that's... Uh, what sustains life. If you look at the oceans, everyone thinks, well, they're cutting down the rainforest. Well, yes, let's worry about the rainforest, but let's worry about keeping our ocean in sync and eco-friendly because more of our oxygen comes from that ocean than it does the rainforest. Right. And A shitload of oxygen and a shitload of food. That's right. And people don't realize that. You know, if, if we destroy the ocean, as the aliens showed this guy, the, the waters were all brown and polluted. And they said, and that's the end of that. Right, right. And then, like I said, we're one of the only countries that follow these international laws. We are. But, but what can you do? You could uh, go squatching. That's right. Just make the most of the time you have and be responsible. And if everyone was did their part, we wouldn't have to worry about it. That's right. But we got these other countries, huge countries, that just pollute the hell out of the ocean. China. India. India. Yep. Uh, and just about almost every country. <laughs> every that's, country. Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but we hope you enjoy what we brought to you tonight. You know, a little bit of the alien topic. And uh, right. if you have any comments... You know how to reach us. And keep your eyes open. Uh, look up to the sky. That's a lot of things a lot of us don't do. That's right. We don't look up. That's right. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.